Good afternoon, everybody, and thank you for tuning in on another episode of The Happy Hour. As always, we are your hosts, Mariella. And I'm John. And today, we're going to be going a little bit into the darker side of things. Have you ever gone to a dark attic or a basement, or maybe a dark street at night, and got the chills or something scary like that? Well, today we're not going to be talking about that. We're, we're going to be talking about dark beer and its mysterious ways. Tell me, Mariela, what is a dark beer? Why is a dark beer? It looks pretty weird at first, right? Yeah, it sure does. Well, John Bradley, let me tell you. I don't know exactly what a dark beer is because I am not a brewer or anything. I do know that our guest speaker later on today will tell us a little bit more about that. Blake. Blake Heath, everybody. Anyway. So today we're going to be interviewing um, a fellow friend of ours named Blake Heath. He's opening his own brewery in El Paso, Texas. So he knows a lot more about beer than we do. Definitely. He will be explaining everything that we're talking about in great detail. Yeah, um, we're going to ask him a couple questions, um, get his thoughts on things. Um, knowing Blake, he's really in-depth with what he talks about. So um, I have a good feeling about this interview. Yeah, he definitely knows what he's talking about when it comes to beers. Um so if y'all are completely illiterate or just don't know anything about beer, we are. This will definitely be a podcast for you to listen to if you want to learn more about it. Stay tuned. All right, we have with us now Blake Heath. He is one of the co-founders of Public House 28 Brewing Company in El Paso, Texas. Blake, thanks for coming to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Cool. So we're going to ask you a couple of questions and just pretty much get your knowledge out of this. So the first question is, what makes a beer a stout and what makes a beer a porter? Well, oh, good question. So um, stouts are kind of derivative from porters. Uh, so the first like dark beer kind of like that, they were they were originally called porters, like even Guinness. Um, the original Guinness company, they were a porter-making company, not so much a stout-making company. Gotcha. But um, typically, um, porters nowadays, if you're talking about them, porters are more hoppy. They're a darker beer, obviously roasted grain. They have a little bit of hop character to them, um, and they have kind of a more light mouthfeel. Stouts, usually darker than porters. Okay. Um, more alcohol a lot of the time. Um, heavier mouthfeel, so like nice and rich and full. And less hops, more malt, uh, more of the roast kind of coffee kind of flavors. Okay, cool. And so you were saying that it's they kind of started out in the Guinness era, like with Guinness beers. So that's back in Ireland, right? Right. So yeah. So I mean, for where in in Ireland they make that beer, the water profile is really conducive to making uh, dark beer with roasted grains and stuff like that. So they kind of honed in on that, you know, even a couple hundred years ago. And, uh, you know, they would sell them in the ports, which is why they called them porters. Right. Um, and so, yeah, they were just a rich, dark beer that people ended up liking. The reason they started calling them stouts was they were they were making them with more alcohol in them. And so instead of it being like a 4% beer porter, it was like a 65 7% beer, and they call it a stout. And so over time, that's delineated to, well, stouts are richer, fuller, you know, We've gotten super nerdy and ridiculous with our classifications on all this stuff. But, um, yeah, originally they were kind of the same thing, just one had more alcohol in it. And, yeah, 
so I mean, Guinness, yeah, like I said, if you look up the history of Guinness, they're, they're originally like the Guinness Porter Company. Yeah, so, so. Oh, really cool. Yeah, I mean, that what you're just saying, how it's it's kind of, they're like same, same. It's kind of like how American Brewery in general works. It, it's how you can just make, there's like all kinds of variations basically throughout the country. Totally, yeah. As a matter of fact, I would say, you know, what that's what Americans did to beer. You know, the Germans have... Uh, a purity law that they call so beer can only be made with certain ingredients um and americans they said well to hell with that you know we're gonna make beer with whatever we want however we right, want right, and right. so a lot of times we're we're destroying the style guide to make stuff that we think people will like so yeah american craft beer is all about you know trying new things cool so let's say i'm like new to porters and stouts um sure. what uh when do you suggest is like the best time to drink one and what would you recommend uh i mean right when you wake up i would say is a great time <laughs> right when you wake up yeah like a breakfast beer yeah, yeah. i am on board with that <laughs> Typically, you know, people like the dark beer in the fall, you know, when the weather cools down, they want more hard But honestly, I think anybody who's a fan of coffee, you know, if you like that stuff, you can drink them all year long. I, I drink I drink dark beer literally anytime. So. Really? Yeah. I was thinking um, more like, in, like how you said in the fall winter area when it's like, I don't know, the richness is more comforting, I guess, and nice. Totally. Yeah, it's... And then, yeah. I would even say, like, the Imperial Stouts, you know, they're, they're, they're up of 11, 12% alcohol, so, I mean, they actually they actually warm you up as you drink them. They've kind of got that alcohol warmth. Yeah, they so, do. Yeah, right, never yeah. thought about that. When did, you, when did you start getting into sort of the craft beer? Because, you know, if you can go to seven, any 7-Eleven, they have their typical the Anheuser Busch and Coors Company beers everywhere. Right. But um, when did you start thinking about drinking a darker beer, a craft beer, or something like that? When, like, getting into uh, what you do? In college, honestly, at, at Texas Tech. Texas I mean, Tech, we, guns yeah, up. We, uh, guns up. Guns up, running <laughs> record. Um, but, uh, no, I mean, yeah, you go down and you see all the new stuff. And back then, you know, that was 15 years ago. So, you know, there, the market was not what it is today you know right, right. like you were saying you can find craft beer all the time but yeah back then you know it was more or less just like hey, i'm tired of drinking the same old stuff you know let me try something new and then i got really into belgian beer like uh, about 10 okay. years ago i would say it was like kind of the thing that kind of really set me some up. delirium tremens yeah delirium you know chimay was kind of like it's like a great introductory belgian beer um golden drac duvel these are all like really phenomenal beers Um, what kind of beer, like, do you, is your favorite to make, or, like, does your brewery focus mostly on, do you have a specific um, kind? Yeah, I mean, we're gonna, we, since we have, like, actual farmland, and we grow, we have fruit trees and stuff like that, um, we're gonna focus a lot on, like, what's called, like, Belgian farmhouse-style beers, which are, you know, kind of wild yeast, kind of funky, lots yeah. of fruit flavor, um, that's something I've always really enjoyed, and I enjoy making yeah, it's really um, yeah, that actually sounds really delicious. Kind of like, like sour beers too, or exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, the, we're gonna do a lot of, of sour stuff, um, but like our, our focus is gonna be, you know, ingredients that we can get locally. You know, so I like just today I'm making a, a pomegranate like kind of Berliner Weiss thing. So it's like okay. it's gonna be sour. It's got pomegranates that came from uh, property just not far away. It's got mesquite bean flour that we harvested on on. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna mess around with all sorts of sour, um, 
and stuff, and that's what, you know, the, a lot of the modern beer drinkers, that that's what they want, you know. They want to try some of the, the newer stuff, and a lot of that stuff is sour. No. Yeah, something, definitely something different. I always get people, like, because I work at a bar with, like, at least 30 different taps, and people are, like, they usually either know what they want or they or they want something like very unique and like different tasting. So I think that's a really really good plan you got going on. Thanks. Yeah. Sure. Hopefully, you know. Hopefully, yeah. It's just, it gets people to come out here. Yeah, absolutely. I know. Definitely, I'm heading to El Paso here in a couple of days, and I definitely want to try some of that absolutely. stuff you're talking about. Yeah. As am I. As am I. We have prickly pear beer on tap. We have. That sounds uh, delicious. Belgian beer. Yeah, we're we're ready. Any stouts? We do have a stout, chocolate oatmeal stout. Tell us about Yummy. it. So this one, uh, I like oatmeal stouts just because they're, you know, they're supposed to be really rich. Mm-hmm. What is an oatmeal stout to our ignorant listeners? So like you're basically on your grain bills on stouts, you know, you you have your very common two-row barley. Uh, a lot of times it's an English one called uh, Maris Otter. Um, but this is just barley grain that has a kind of a nutty fullness to it. And then obviously the dark grains and stuff like that. Um, and then something that a lot of people uh, do to uh, add kind of more body and just richness in the mouth is oats. You know, it's just like it's literally right. old oats like for oatmeal. And um, so this one actually, it, it, I, I'll tell you, I'll be honest, it did not come out like I like I wanted. It's actually not as rich and full as I'd like, but, you know. That's why you try this stuff out. You yeah, know, it's, it's chemistry. Yeah. I'll definitely be a guinea pig to whatever you want. Uh, Absolutely. You can have as much as you want. Okay. <laughs> Great. Well, I think that that pretty much sums up well all the questions that we needed to ask you. We're going to kind of go over all everything that you said. And yeah, thank you so much for being with us today. As always, the happy hour welcomes you anytime to come back. And whenever anyone I know is... Over there in El Paso, I'll let them know to check out y'all's brewery for sure. Come get some beer anytime. Have All right, thanks, Blank. Talk to you. Thank you. See you later. All right, bye. bye. Yeah. He's precious. All right, well, that was a pretty informative interview, I would say, don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Um, Blake was very, very helpful. Yeah, he, he. I've known him for quite a while, and he's... He's finally opening up his own brewery, and it's it's he knows it. What is he knows his stuff? I'll say that. But uh, what do you think that you have learned? Like, what did you find interesting out of what he learned? Well, actually, um, I found it very interesting that he was a fellow Red Raider. I actually didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, pretty like, awesome. He went to college with my brother. Yeah. Another thing though was um, I always thought like porters and stouts had like a big difference. But um, they're actually pretty similar, um, except that stouts are, like, in higher ABV and, like, higher maybe, like, more ingredients yeah. maybe. But overall, they're pretty similar, and I really didn't know that. I thought they were brewed, like, completely different or just different, like, overall. Yeah, yeah. It's up to you. Well, what I found interesting was I basically... Bro. We have a guest speaker, <laughs> not really a guest speaker. Uh, guest speaker. What I found most interesting was uh, that he, when, when he got into craft brewing, was basically in college. So I thought it was, I, I don't know, I feel like that was basically when I started getting into craft beer too. I guess obviously I should have gotten into it at that point, but. I think I was into craft beer before I was into like all beer. Like I used to be really picky about. Yeah, right. That, I guess that's what I meant to say. Yeah. Whenever I first started drinking beer, I was like. What's your best IPA on draft? And now I just 
kind of walk up to the bar and get a Miller Lite or something. Something pretty easy. Yeah, I mean, when I go to a bar, I don't really want to order a Miller Lite. But, hey, we're talking about dark beer, though. So, I, I mean, I would, I would definitely. So, I think that pretty much wraps up everything for today on our beer talk. Um, thank you for tuning in once again to our happy hour episode. I am Mariella. And I'm John. Thank you guys so much. Uh, next week, we will be talking about our personal favorite sour beers. So tune in. Yes. Good night. Sleep tight.